switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the editor of Geek Ireland, Olivia Fahey. Hello. Hello, how are we? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to me. No problem at all. Well, sure, when you said, it's like, oh, we, I, I hear there's a new book coming out mm. that we should discuss. I was like, yes, I think we should. <laughs> yes, especially when this book is released with a trailer. So Marvel are releasing a book. They are. It's called The Marvel Cinematic Universe, An Official Timeline. And yes, as you just said, they released a trailer to go with it, which confused me greatly. And when I actually started like reading up on this and watching the trailer, I thought we were getting a documentary. That would have been um, nice. No, yeah, John, a documentary would have been great. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's, it is actually a, a full-blown book that they're releasing um, in October. And it's essentially going to cover everything from like when the Celestials like started the universe which is with Marvel mm-hmm. lore and right up until like including phases four and five so that's quite a lot of content to it's go through yeah it's and a lot but I also I feel like at this point as well we kind of need it oh yeah like there's so much going on and even when they started doing the whole like flashback um, movies before they started doing all the Disney Plus series like figuring out where Captain Marvel fits in to the timeline even before Infinity War or after Infinity War uh, that was already difficult enough <laughs> whereas now we have Loki which of course is a bit kind of time travel and it's kind of parallel but not to everything else that's going on um, we need help and thankfully there is now going to be a book that's going to help us with that so I'm interested in getting my hands on it just mm-hmm. to sort of see how well can they explain it because as you said we need it. We really need it. We really do. But I, I do wonder, as you said, I wonder how they're going to explain it because there is a lot of information. Is it going to be a picture book? Is it just going to be arrows and dots? Or is it going to be something where you're going to have to like, it's going to be like essay style? Well, according to one of the Marvel Studios execs, Brad Winderbaum, I think that's his surname. If I've got Excellent. it wrong, then I'm sorry. Someone's going to text it and be like, no, she's wrong. Um, but he was saying it's like the first time they've officially like laid out yeah. the whole timeline. And he said it's really incredible to see it all done in print. So clearly whatever way they've done it, it's easy enough to digest visually. So I would presume there's going to be some pictures and maybe I'm kind of hoping for some like behind the scenes pics as well. Yes. In for the last, yes. but um, as far as I know, like I, I haven't seen what's inside yet, so I'm, I'm also like very curious. And then if it's terrible, I'll just be very disappointed. Have we any idea how long this has been in the works for? Because that would take them some time to go through all the movies and, and watch them, and then be able to dictate them into a book. I have absolutely no idea, but it has taken three people to, oh, wow. to make. <laughs> it has three authors. Um, so they are after taking every sort of reference from all the movies and the Disney Plus series, mm-hmm. which it it just must have been so time consuming. But I'm someone who loves to sit there and spend three hours dissecting a two minute trailer. You know, there is an awful lot of stuff to go through. So if you are passionate about it, then, you know, maybe they really enjoyed doing it. Absolutely. And I think there will be lots of pictures and because the movies are so colourful and animated, obviously, that there's going to be a bit of fun involved in it as well. Yeah, exactly. And for diehard fans, they're really just going to want to get their hands on it, like myself. 
Yeah, I can't wait to have a goo as well, to be honest. Just to see what well, they're Well, if I get my hands it. on one, I'll let you know and we'll have a little nosy together. Ooh, I like the sounds of that. But I suppose <laughs> talking about Marvel, where do we stand with the universe at the moment? Oh, God only knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, we actually have my... No, a lot of people will say WandaVision has been their favourite Disney Plus yeah. Marvel series so far. Mine was actually Loki, which is mostly people who say WandaVision number one, Loki's number two, so... Mm-hmm. You know, we don't tend to argue very often about these things. But yes, season two of Loki is finally coming out. It's coming out on October 6th. Um, That's going to be our next sort of deep dive into the world of the TVA. We are going to see Kang again, who is still being played by Jonathan Majors Mm -hmm. for the time being. Um, For those of you who don't know, he is currently... um, it has charges against him for assault and, and the like. So there's a lot of questions about his future within the MCU. But mm-hmm. let's face it, Loki was too far gone for them to recast at that point, And he features quite heavily in it, from what I can tell in the trailers. So that's going to be interesting to see how that all goes down. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have The Marvels. This is going to be our next film coming out in November, which actually is going to get an IMAX release because Dune had an IMAX exclusivity clause. <laughs> But now Dune has moved to next year, so the Marvels were like, "We're gonna take that." Thanks very much. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think it's probably gonna help their their box office tally because the the Marvels. A lot of people like to um, poo poo them, shall we say, mm. uh, to put it in polite uh, language. <laughs> but they, um, I think, this like in an IMAX, it's kind of space. It's futuristic, even though it's set in the present day. Um, and I actually think it looks a lot better than what I would have expected it to be, <laughs> which I know sounds terrible, but you're just kind of like, oh, I don't really know where they're going with this yeah. one. Then I saw the first trailer and I went, oh, that actually looks very interesting. So I'm a lot more excited for it now. And if it's going to be an IMAX, then all the better. Even better. Yeah. And that's the thing with Marvel. I'm completely lost as to where I am. I'm just kind of anytime Disney puts something up, I'm like, oh yeah. And Loki is brilliant. I loved that myself too. So yeah, well, usually when with the build up for releases, we do have a lot of promos. There's a lot of interviews and press and things like that. But yeah. with the ongoing uh, WGA and SAG strikes, um, then, you know, you're just not getting the same pre-impact um, mm-hmm. as you normally would so and that's why a lot of these a lot of films have um, have jumped ship and they decide to move until next year so mm-hmm. at the moment I think it's looking likely that a lot of the big films that haven't already said that they're going to move they're going to stay put I think Aquaman 2 is releasing its trailer soon um, and that's coming out this Christmas Wonka is still coming out this Christmas um, as far as I can tell there's still a lot of good things to come to the cinema later on this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who knows how the knock-on effect's going to be for actual releases. We know like Stranger Things uh, 5 is now being delayed probably until 2025. We could see something similar for House of the Dragon. We could see something similar. For, uh, we definitely are going to see something similar for The Last of Us 2 as well. So yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a shame that the strikes are still ongoing, to be honest. I kind of was hoping by now that they'd be kind of sorted in some form. Yeah, and I have to say fair news to um, Adam Driver when he was at the Venice Film Festival. He essentially just called out the, the companies that are yet to agree to the terms because mm-hmm. he was there promoting his film which was by an, another studio which had already agreed to all the terms, no problem, right. which is why he was able to go and do the promo trail. And he was like, it just, it's mind-boggling that this smaller 
studio is able to agree to the terms no problem, whereas the studios like Amazon Prime um, Video and uh, Netflix haven't yet. So he specifically named those two, mm-hmm. which I thought was very interesting. Um, but yeah, I think the more that people are aware as to why the strikes are going on, I don't think any of us are under any uh, disillusions anymore. It's like, yes, it's it's frustrating. And like Jamie Lee Curtis was like, I'd love to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, I, I ain't gonna because I want this sorted first. So It must be very frustrating get... for them, to be honest. Yes, and if people of her status are sort of being like, God, I've got like itchy feet and I want to go back yeah. to work. How must the people who they're actually, they're the ones that really need all of mm-hmm. these like residual payments and, and the likes. Uh, I even saw there's an actor who's also a, vo- a gaming voice actor as well um, called DC Douglas. He actually shared um, a video of his residuals that he gets from, it's one of the streamers for appearing in Charmed and a few other bits and bobs. Mm-hmm. And for the residuals for at least three shows that are being streamed, he got one cent. Oh, stop. One cent. One cent. Wow. Crikey. And like, so even with all of this talk going on, it's still not getting any better. Wow. And it's kind of just adding more fuel to the fire at this stage. Oh, Jabers. I think it's only when it starts to affect everybody that these things might get resolved at the moment it's not affecting us yet really but it is it's going to start affecting everything that we're watching and everything we're getting to see so yeah well the horrible thing was when the studios were just saying like oh we're just going to wait until you all run out of money and like might lose your home because then you'll just cave like that was the most horrible thing to come out of all of this so the fact that so many people then started supporting the, the cause to be like, mm-hmm. no, no, that's not okay. And donating money to make sure that people could avail of these funds to support their families and pay their mortgages, pay just their regular household bills yeah. um, was great. So like the community is all coming together still and yeah, fingers crossed that they stay strong. They still have Fran Drescher as the head of the SAG-AFRA. So like, she, she ain't going to back down anytime soon. No. So hopefully there's going to be a resolve um, at some point in the future. Absolutely. And you'll keep everyone up to date on any news that's going on on Geek Ireland as well. Of course. Excellent. Olivia Fahey, thank you so much for chatting to us. No problem at all.